Welcome to Living Life. Have you ever done something for the Lord where you felt was really a good thing, uh, even though uh, when you did it, you, you felt that maybe uh, it compromised God's standards or was, uh, there was something wrong in the way you did it? Uh, well, simply God was being merciful to you. Uh, one of the things we'll see in this passage is that God will not compromise his standards uh, based upon uh, what we think is an apparent good thing for him because God is holy. Uh, in this passage, we'll see how David uh, reacts uh, based upon God's um, uh, holiness and then how he is restored in that way. So let's take a look at the passage and see how all this plays out. First Chronicles chapter 15 verses 25 through 29. So David and the elders of Israel and the commanders of units of a thousand went to bring up the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from the house of Obed-Edom with rejoicing. Because God had helped the Levites who were carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, seven bulls and seven rams were sacrificed. Now David was clothed in a robe of fine linen, as were all the Levites who were carrying the ark, and as were the musicians, and Kenaniah who was in charge of the singing of the choirs. David also wore a linen ephod. So all Israel brought up the ark of the covenant of the Lord with shouts, with the sounding of rams' horns and trumpets, and of cymbals, and the playing of lyres and harps. As the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord was entering the city of David, Michal, daughter of Saul, watched from a window. And when she saw King David dancing and celebrating, she despised him in her heart. Welcome back to Living Life. Uh, as I re referenced earlier uh, in this passage, sometimes we do what we believe is a good thing and that God will just simply accept it and, and, uh, and we'll, we basically have gotten away with it. But we'll see what we'll see in this particular passage is that God has very exacting standards that he never veers from because God is holy. Uh, and the passage opens here with uh, David going to the house of Obed-Edom uh, to bring back the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem. Well, a little history and a little background is necessary here. The reason why the Ark of the Covenant was at the house of Obed-Edom, who happened to be a doorkeeper uh, uh, for the sanctuary of the tabernacle for the, uh, uh, in, the, in the holy place, in the Holy of Holies for the, uh, for the tabernacle or the tent of the meeting, is because uh, David, uh, when he initially brought back the Ark from the Philist after the Philistine victory, uh, he put it on a cot, a Philistine cot, rather than carrying the Ark uh, with poles uh, and not touching the Ark because of the holiness of the Ark of the Covenant. So David uh, brought the Ark back on a cot, the cot tipped over, and Uzzah, who was one of David's a man touched the ark and God struck Uzzah down uh, and, and killed Uzzah because of he touched the ark. Now this was something that God had said uh, uh, well before uh, that the ark in terms of the holiness of it must not be touched, it must be carried on poles. So 
God gave the David and his men the specific directions in terms of how to follow the ark and carry the ark. Uh, but David and his men thought uh, uh, thought bettering and carried it on a cart, which was completely against uh, what God had said in, in terms of the directions of how to carry that ark. And he lost one of his men because of that. You know, this sometimes we have this cavalier, uh, this light light attitude towards God, and we don't realize that we're stand, we stand in the presence of a holy God. And God showed himself to be holy when he killed Uzzah, and uh, based upon that light uh, and that cavalier and that kind of carefree attitude uh, that we had towards God. What this did essentially is, is it angered David, but it also woke him up to the reality of that God is holy. So he, what David did is he, he deposited the ark at the home of Obed-Edom, who Obed was actually a Levite and someone who was uh, designated to carry the ark uh, anyway. So the ark stayed in Obed-Edom's home for three months. God blessed Obed-Edom his household and everything in it because of that ark, the presence of God was symbolized and God was present in that, not only symbolized, but God was present there in that home and blessed the, the ark. So David realized and heard that Obed-Edom's house was being blessed. Uh, so now he wanted to take the ark back and finally complete uh, the journey of taking the ark to uh, Jerusalem after he heard that it was being blessed. You know, when God is, uh, when we th think that God and sense that God is uh, is in a, in a, a mode of, uh, of, of judgment, then we want to uh, back away from him. But when we feel that God is blessing, then we want to uh, move forward and receive the blessing. So essentially, David felt that God's uh, disfavor was over, and now his favor was back upon uh, him in the ark. So he moved the ark uh, from Obed-Edom's house. Now, the interesting thing uh, when he moved the ark from Obed-Edom's house, Obed-Edom did not disconnect or discontinue his relationship uh, with God's presence. It's, the thing is, when we get into God's presence, uh, it's like nothing else. We never want to be outside his presence. So when we're outside of God's presence, it kind of feels like a fish out of water. Uh, we're a fish out of water. So, uh, so Obed-Edom actually uh, followed the ark and was a doorkeeper and maintained his connection uh, to the ark of God because he, not only did he sense the presence, the blessings of God, but he sensed the presence of God uh, as he was uh, in his home for that three-month period of time. It, it reminds us uh, to always be aware of God's presence in our lives, especially, uh, especially when we know that uh, we stand in his presence and God has made us aware that we stand in his presence. Um, interestingly enough as well, it, it kind of reminds me of a song uh, that we, it's actually a, a Christian contemporary song, but it's also a song that we sing sometimes. It's called Better Is One Day. And I want to just give you the words because I think the words will be really illustrative in terms of what we're really talking about here. The words of the song go like this, and it's in Psalm, it's based upon Psalms 84.10. It says, Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So when you think about this, 
Obed Edom was actually a doorkeeper or gatekeeper for the tent of the meeting or the tabernacle. And, and for Obed Edom, just to be in God's presence uh, was such a blessing. Not that God blesses us with many things, it's just to be in his presence and to know that we can stand in his presence uh, alone. And we know that we don't stand in his presence alone, we stand by his grace, the grace of God. Uh, and, and that's the wonderful, amazing thing about being in his presence. And you know that song, uh, when you think about it, God's amazing grace. It is amazing because we get to stand, we get to be with a holy and righteous God, not because of anything that we did, but only because of what he did and what his son did by his finished work on the cross, that is Jesus Christ. Do you know, despite our disobedience to God, God still made a way for us to come into and to enter into his holy presence through Jesus Christ, who is uh, not only our Lord and our Savior, but who is also our high priest. Have you entered into his holy presence? If you haven't, today is the day. Let's pray about that right now. Lord, I pray for the listeners and those who are watching that they might enter into your holy presence, that they might hear your word and, res and respond in faith for the first time to you, that they might come to know you and that they might come to stand in this grace which allows us to stand in your presence. Lord, we thank you, we bless you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.